0: Hello, Googleization nation, and welcome to the Future of Leadership, a GGG Unleashed podcast with thought leader, Paul McCarthy. I'm Ira Wolf, And I'm Jason Cochran. In each of Paul's episodes, we'll cover practical insights, tips, and executable activities to get you thinking about the future of leadership in your organization. Let's begin. It's time to reframe the narrative. It's time to create the conditions for our leaders, leadership teams, and organizations to have open and honest conversations that matter. I'm Paul Mack from Paul Mack Leadership, just a poor boy from Shepherds Bush, challenging the way things are done. I've adopted a counterintuitive approach to the future of leadership that's starting to gain traction. What I'm sharing is raw, it's unconventional, but it's always focused on having the conversations we need to have. Through our work, research and understanding of current and future trends in leadership, we now know that organisations will increasingly need a different philosophy, mindset and approach to support their organisations and leaders to navigate ongoing disruption. Fired Leadership, as you will see, introduces the five critical leadership qualities that leaders and organisations will need to successfully navigate this ongoing disruption. And currently leaders who demonstrate these five critical leadership qualities are being sidelined, marginalized, and even fired when they display them. No other leadership philosophy, program, or practitioner talks about these future leadership qualities as being critical to the future of leadership, and yet the research clearly corroborates their increasing significance to a leader's ability to lead effectively. In the next five episodes of this GGG Unleashed series on the future of leadership, we'll introduce each of these leadership qualities and show you at a high level how to define this leadership quality in your leaders, what it's like when a leader exudes this leadership quality, and the impact on your organization of a leader who demonstrates this leadership quality. By the end of each episode, You'll also have some practical tips to help you and your organization begin to identify, recruit, onboard and develop leaders in your current leadership pool and future leadership pipeline who have these much needed five critical future leadership qualities. Now I'm going to introduce you to the original disruptive leader, the fired leader. Let me define a fresh thinker reflecting on my personal journey as a leader. I've always been oblivious to stepping on ego-based leadership landmines. Telling me why something won't work or can't be done falls on deaf ears. I can't help trying to evolve and progressively approach the issue I or others have uncovered. I've been pressured to keep my new ideas from ever disagreeing with the bosses' decisions or the prevailing leader group think that's so common in many of today's organisations. I've always been focused on making things better for the organisation rather than being worried about someone else's delicate sensibilities. A fresh thinker doesn't play the political game. Their loyalty lies with the solution, not their boss. What if we could hand those same people a magical pair of glasses that allowed them a different, clearer perspective on fresh thinkers? I'm talking about other leaders, of course, but I'm also talking about you. CEOs, chief people officers, VPs of HR and hiring managers. I believe many are simply blind to what fresh thinking looks like. And so it gets marginalized and misunderstood. If they could see what I see, they'd be amazed at the potential sitting there right under their noses. So I ask you leaders, chief people, officers, VPs of HR, hiring managers and CEOs, have you been in a situation where you try to incorporate change against the status quo? How was it received? what did you do? In an earlier episode, I shared how leaders who think differently will increasingly be needed in the future. Research from Deloitte's 2023 Global Human Capital Trends Report reveals by creating workplace environments that embrace diverse thinking, organisations retain staff for longer periods. In fact, on average, talent is likely to remain in your organisation for more than five years if you do this. And thinking differently, as well as daring to think and act differently, is exactly what fresh thinking is all about. By now you're getting an idea of who in your organization, and maybe in your own leadership approach, demonstrates fresh thinking. A fresh thinker approaches problems from a different angle. They see things from a progressive perspective, and they're always challenging the status quo. In general, leaders who think differently tend to be perceived as overly disruptive, change seekers. Or outliers. There are two reasons leaders who demonstrate fresh thinking are becoming increasingly important. Fresh thinking can lead to more creative solutions, better business outcomes, and enhanced customer loyalty. And secondly, new ways of thinking are going to be a critical part of the future of work and to organizations if they want to differentiate themselves from their competition and attract and retain clients and talent. So with all that said, I ask you this, how are leaders with these qualities perceived as part of the leader identification and recruitment process in your organization? And do you recognize leaders in your own organization who have this leader quality? Be honest, are these qualities present or encouraged in your leaders? Or are they marginalized or discredited for displaying them? If you remember Mr. Suits from episode four, making the case for the disruptive leader, I shared specifically with reference to Mr. Suits and the revenue diversification strategy. I began to try and discuss with Mr. Suits as part of preparing for the impending recession. Remember, I've been brought into Green Global to support the growth of one of its practices, its revenue target for that fiscal year was $50 million. Even after the Sun I've got Suits older than you meeting, listen to episode four again, for more context. I still had the determination to bring my fresh thinking and new ideas to the table. I tried to point out the looming economic recession and the reality of the disruption that that would bring. The other leaders wouldn't hear of it. Do things differently than they'd always done. Who would be crazy enough to do that? That's what it's like to be a fresh thinker. When I continued to sound the alarm, as well as deliver against one of the reasons why I was hired, which was to take the practice into new market sectors, I got my wrists slapped and was told I needed to obtain the necessary timesheet approval code to be entrepreneurial. A fresh thinker can't wait for the necessary approval codes, as we would miss our opportunities. I was hired to be, and I quote, entrepreneurial. In their pursuit to fix a glaring problem, fresh thinkers do not pause at the red tape, they plow ahead. Interestingly, do you know how long it took to get the necessary timesheet approval code? six months. That's an example of a fresh thinker in action, and the organizations I worked with in a leadership capacity were not prepared for leaders who thought differently, so it resulted in me being marginalized and fired. You might be wondering what it's like to be a leader who demonstrates fresh thinking. How do they act and behave? If you have a fresh thinker in your midst, you'd be surrounded by leaders who tend to identify and seize opportunities to diversify products services offerings or even ways of working fresh thinkers tend to be original in how they approach understanding challenges and their solutions are therefore also original now all of us know who winston churchill was imagine what the world might have looked like without churchill what comes to mind when you think of churchill in terms of some of his leadership qualities determined sense of purpose Courageous, proactive. And get this, he was a fresh thinker. Now think about this. What are some of the ways in which being a fresh thinker has got you or leaders you know in your organization into trouble? Has it led to leaders you know being fired? When you think of Churchill and other leaders who display an ability to dare to think and act differently, who in your organization right now exudes this leadership quality? And how can you begin to perceive those leaders differently? Take some time to think about what being a fresh thinker means for you, for your leaders, for your organization, as well as the clients that you serve. I'll close off Mr. Suits by illustrating the actual impact, direct and indirect to an organization that does not encourage, celebrate or leverage leaders who are fresh thinkers. Between the inevitable recession, which my colleagues and Mr. Suits deemed an exaggerated concern, and the failure to diversify their client base, as well as the organizational bureaucracy prevalent, the office that year grossed a mere $5 million against their target of $50 million. I tried to warn them, as a fresh thinker does. Their interests are always to support for the organization. As you ponder on this, Take note that thought leader Gary Hamill's research places the cost of corporate bureaucracy in the US at more than $3 trillion per year. That's more than the economies of Brazil and Russia put together. All wasted on red tape and paper shuffling. Given what you've heard in this episode about leaders who are fresh thinkers, if you let them, what impact do you think a fresh thinker can have on their team, productivity, morale, talent retention rates, client success, as well as your organization remaining competitive in terms of ongoing evolution in the wider industry. I'll illustrate an example of a leader whose fresh thinking has had significant impact. Remember the Blockbuster and Netflix story? The founders of Netflix, Reed Hastings and Mark Randolph, proposed that Blockbuster acquire Netflix, which they would rebrand as Blockbuster.com. The former Netflix team would then run the online segment while Blockbuster Video kept running their physical stores. When the Blockbuster CEO asked what the amount Hastings had in mind, the answer was $50 million, an amount less than Netflix's projected losses for that year. As soon as Hastings named that figure, Randolph noticed an odd expression flit across the Blockbuster CEO's face. He was trying not to laugh. Now fast forward, and as we all know, Netflix survived, and in 2002, they went public and raised about $85 million. That same year, in Blockbuster's SEC corporate filing, the document named Walmart, Best Buy, and Target as their major competition. Notably absent was Netflix or any other type of online entertainment. In 2003, Netflix finally posted a profit six years after being founded. That year, Netflix grossed $272 million. Hastings and Randolph were already working toward radically changing their own business model during a time when the company had finally begun to take off. Complacent, these two fresh thinkers were not. Not only did its DVD subscription rake in profits, but the company's streaming service took off too. Just three years after Blockbuster filed for bankruptcy, Netflix began offering original content, And as a result, came into direct competition with other major players like Universal, Warner Brothers and Paramount. By 2020, it achieved the milestone of being the largest media company by market capitalization in the world. And Blockbuster could have bought the whole business for $50 million. Reflect on the leaders you have in your organization. How can you position those leaders to have a greater impact than you may currently be allowing them to have? What do you think the estimated cost is of discouraging a leader who is a fresh thinker in terms of morale, productivity, retention, as well as costs and lost costs or stifled innovation? Maybe more than you originally thought. In this episode, I shared the first of the fired leader qualities, fresh thinking, Fresh thinking is a critical future leadership quality for how your organization can identify, recruit, onboard, and develop leaders. By now, I hope you've learned why this quality is important, how to identify it, as well as how a leader acts when they are fresh thinkers. Take time to digest what you've heard in this episode and ask yourself, why am I reluctant to identify and recruit leaders who think and act differently from the typical leaders we hire? Why is fresh thinking important for my organization? Think about how you can involve fresh thinkers with a current initiative, a planned initiative, or one that requires remedial attention. And finally, what does your organization look like without fresh thinkers? If you're seeking more insight into how leaders with fresh thinking are identified or want to understand the impact they can truly have, reach out to me on LinkedIn. We'll send you a fired leader handbook. Message me handbook. We also run Fired Leadership Labs to help hiring managers, chief people officers, and VPs of HR to understand these Fired Leader Qualities and how to integrate them into how leaders are identified, recruited, onboarded, and developed. And by the way, the world's first leadership program that introduces the Fired Leader Qualities is being deployed to a range of different beta audiences from a range of different organizations. If you'd like to be part of that beta audience, find me on LinkedIn and message me to start a conversation. Thanks for listening today. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and learning about the future of leadership. We'll be back next month with Paul for another episode. But until then, please visit Paul's website for additional resources at paulmacleadership.com. And until next time... Don't let the shift hit your plans.